1: Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio. Leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by the United Theological Seminary and
2: Bible College, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening to each and everyone, and God bless you. Uh, I just would like to just start off by saying God is good, and God is good all of the time. As we go into our our program tonight, we're going to give you some information at the outset, then I'll go into some um, genetics and anthropology, and I'll go back over. Some of those things But so many of uh, The world today are Christians And we've been taught And we've been taught incorrectly uh, The Caucasian race Have told us What well, Europeans have told us For so long And did pictures and the movies. The movie's always Depicted every uh, Hebrew As being a Caucasian And that wasn't true they were never of a Caucasoid or Caucasian race, but they always were of a dark race or a Negroid race. You know, Abraham coming from the region, Abraham would have to be of a dark race, a black Kushite. And we should understand that the entire area was part of the Ethiopian empire during the time that Abraham came from then. The Bible tells us that God confused the tongues in Genesis, the 11th chapter, verse 7 and 8, so the Lord scattered them abroad. And we find that when the Lord scattered them abroad, we found out that it was Nimrod, the mighty warrior Which what they said Was the mighty warrior Before God Was the one that That was the region He lived in Now I want us to know That Babylon is noted As being the region Of Nimrod And we know Nimrod was Ham's grandson Meaning that he was black He was black And for centuries Prior to and after uh The Mican um uh, Babylonian continent uh, To be inhabited and governed By the seed of Ham You know and after research And careful study of history and archaeology The evidence was Conclusive that Abraham Was not a Caucasian Even if we look Deeper you'll find that Abraham Was a native of the Chaldea City of Ur And that he left That time prior to the hermetic guttie, and that that you can find that in uh, uh, Genesis 11, chapter uh, verses uh, 28 through 31. Now, in the 19, I mean excuse me, in 1884 the edition of the Family Bible by Ballard and Dillon contains an identical book of the King James version with addition now when the reason i'm saying this is because europeans did alter some of our bible to fit the type lifestyle that they were living in as we know in rome they had all types of idol gods and everything like that and things like that and even in the catholic church today you see statues and that's one of the things in The uh, Ten Commandments, they ask us not to make any graven images. And I'm not trying. Well, being a Catholic is not going to get you to hell saying that you don't bow down to a statue. But he asks that we don't be uh, paid homage to an idol and things. So, you know, uh, now this is Ballard and Dylan contains an identical book with the King James version with the addition of, you know, the apocryphal, at Judas told it, Esther, 1 and 2, the wisdom of Solomon Birch, the pride of Manasseh, the king of the Judah, Judea. Now, the flirt and the second, the first and the second book of Maccabees, it states clearly that the book of Judah 5, the fifth chapter, verse 24, that Abraham was a descendant of the Chaldeans. And uh, now, listen at this. They knew that the Chaldeans were black. The Chaldeans, the, the builders of the Chaldeans were Hermetic people, and we know that we this says is that Ham is a progenitor of the dark race, the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the Libyan, and the Canaanites. The hermetic race language in, in and the, the language that they spoke, this hermetic language and uh, civilization, archaeological and discoveries of rocked, written annals and cuneiform Ricard have records have conclusively demonstrated that the hermetic Negro were the earliest settlers of or of the Chaldees. Now, that's where Abraham came from. The African Ethiopian Empire had, for ages, dominated Ur. Now, 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 I want you to listen at me, if you will, because I told you this before. If you would go to Zondervan Bible Dictionary definition of Ham, it would tell you that Ham is the youngest son of of Noah, born about 86 years before the flood. And that he was one of eight who survived the flood. And that he was the progenitor, meaning the father of the dark race. Talking about the African race. It talks about him being the father of the Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the the Libyans, and the Canaanites. Now listen at this closely. they portrayed Egyptian as looking white. But now the Bible dictionary will tell you the ham was the progenitor of that race, of the dark race. But since that technology and they were so intellectual and uh, ability, so far advanced, whites have made them to be, have whitewashed uh, the Egyptians. Now, it's important that we understand that it goes on to say that Ham was not the progenitor of the Negroes. The Negroes is a dark race of people. Now, you know what a Negro is, those who are listening, especially African-Americans, because we were called colored, then we were called Negroes. And the people of the Holy Land and the people of that area have always been people of color. Never uh, people, they were never albinos or albinos. and 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 I explain to you when I say albino because this is something that people don't like to talk about, it's especially Caucasians don't like to talk about how alb- albinoism fit in with them Chaldeans were now they talks about the Chaldeans were a mixture of Semitic and hermetic people now, if there was Semitic and hermetic, that means that they both of them were black and brown people you know some uh, were the pure ethiopian breed and some were the hermetic race amen look, look the early semitic people which was the semites uh and the hermetic possessed deep black skin and woolly african hair now if you look this up in your bible they'll tell you like yellow hair which would be like a blonde and white hair on a young person found among the ancient Semites, a Hebrew was feared and socially shunned. Sean, you know. They said, "Well, that was because you was not you wasn't supposed to be born looking that way." You can find that in Leviticus, uh, the 13th chapter, 16 in the 16th verse, uh, the 30 the 30th verse to the 32nd verse. And also Genesis 10 and 15, 7 and 20. And you can find that all throughout the Bible. Now, we have to understand that Abraham is the father of the Hebrew race. Now, if he's the father of the Hebrew race and Abraham was a somatic person, with black with well it have what do you how do you expect the rest of the people to look if uh, the uh Hebrew people to look if he is the progenitor now now it's important that we understand that even historians and other people have always said that when they validated stories about ancient Egypt and other places when they validated that they were black now. The ancient Jews were so black that many Romans mistook them for Ethiopians. Now, the early Ethiopians were not light-skinned or light-brown-skinned people. They were more of the Nubian race down toward the Sudan from the northern part. The most rigid code among Jews to prevent miscongenation failed. Even the, the Jewish father Abraham uh Oppose such marital forbidden. You know that he married this non non Jewish woman named Hagar, and she bore him. She was an Egyptian. She was a hermetic woman, and she bore him a son. And that son was Ishmael. I'm going biblical with you a little bit earlier today on the show because I want you to stop thinking that that because whites have wrote it wrote it and they they have all these things that i'm saying is coming from books that they have written but for some odd reason we refuse to try to read and find out who we are we are a race of people who are lost and we really don't know through slavery being in bondage and slavery we don't know who we are and we have uh Carter G. Woodson wrote the book, say the miseducation of the Negro, and and that's true. The we have been miseducated, we have been brainwashed that we are nothing because we are nowhere in the history book. The only thing that we could find, and it hurts me, when Black History Month comes, we only go back to slavery time. We are more than slaves. We are a proud race of people. We are proud. Race of people that came from over in Africa. We are proud. Whether you came from Ghana, Benin, uh, whether you came from Angola, whether you came from the Congo, whether you came from Nigeria, whether you came from the Ivory Coast, Sierra Leone, whether you came from Ethiopia, whether you came from Chad, Gambia, wherever you came from, Mozambique. We should be proud of who we are. Now, it's important that we, in studying the Bible, that we find that crossbreeding between the Hebrews, which were black, and blacks went on in spite of all the laws that they had in Deuteronomy 7 and 3, and Nehemiah 31, 17, and 18, Ezra 1 and... One, the first, the ninth chapter, verse one and fifteen. Such restriction did exist at this time, and for religious reason, not racial, because they looked the same. So it wasn't about racial, but it was about religious belief. See, the Jews were already a people who looked identically to the same with those who were of the each of of Egypt. This is why some scholars and historians have written that hebrew were of african origin now now this is true now we're going to look into this and i'm going to give you the name of them, of these different uh greek and roman scholars who who wrote that it was nothing when you seen a jewish or hebrew person to think that they were african The Greek historian and philosopher, his name is Strobo, S-T-R-A-B-O, states that during his lifetime, it was not unusual for historians to think that Jews were of black ancestry. Strobo went on to say that the Jews living in the Western Judea were of the African-Egyptian origin. And even the Roman Tacitus. T-A-C-I-T-U-S supports Strobos by saying Jews were of the Ethiopian race. Modern, modern, white, modern white Jews received much of their praise, culture, and popularity from the history of the early ancient black Jews. The early Jews, the light complexion Jews, Contributed nothing to the early Hebrew development Now listen at what I'm about to tell you The light Hebrew did not come until Alexander the Great Of the Greek came and conquered and mixed with them And when the Romans came so And then Japheth, he left out around 11 chapters which was Caucasian, left out of the Bible at the after the Tower at the Tower of Babel to go up in Europe and he does not show back up until Alexander the Great and different ones came back into the Bible. So you talking about all right at two thousand years being absent from the Bible through almost out the whole old testament, they were not involved in it. Now, I would, now, again, I would like to state this straight, that light-skinned Jews began to appear because of the crossbreeding with the Greeks during the time of Alexander the Great. Then came the Roman conquest, and interbreeding again took place. This is how we have some light-skinned, or uh, maybe some that passed, called itself white Jews today. Which are really And uh, so many of them today They claim to be Of uh, Jewish descendants uh, Really I don't like to use the word uh, Hebrew or Israelite I would prefer using that term An analogy uh, that, that they're talking about Or not Now let us continue to discover the color Of the ancient Hebrew race to back up my statement, if you read Genesis, the 38th chapter, verse 1 and 11, 1 Chronicles, the 2nd chapter and the 3rd verse, and let us even go a step further to the history of Iraq, it is written in the world model of nations under the past history that dates back before the time of Abraham in the land of all the Chaldeans. Those who were inhabited the country were a dark-skinned people, Now, this is written about a rock, that there were dark-skinned people inhabiting the the different shrines that were built. Implements and pottery found in various sites can be dated back as early as the 5th century millennium. Now, Now, some sites near bear the name of some familiar Bible personality, which is considered the land between the two streams the location of, of the Garden of Eden, a native land of the patriarch of what you know that was the native land of Abraham. Now it, it's imperative that we 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 continue to understand what about by these things. Because the, the records in history in Mesopothania begin with uh the Sumerians. And I told you when you look up the Sumerians uh, you look up that of uh, the Sumers five thousand years ago. They said that they were chocolate with student odors. Now, uh, this the origin of the linguistic aff- aff- affinities, aff- affinities have yet to be established for certain. Now, this tells us that Nimrod was the Hamatic uh, uh, discoverer of this place, who was the direct descendant of Ham. Who all know were was a black man. So little let us continue to look on. We know Joshua was the grandson of Joseph. We know that if Joseph was a black Hebrew and he married the Egyptian woman, uh Princess Ascenta, that he came off the lineage of Ephraim, because Joshua, not not Joshua, but Joseph had Two sons, Ephraim and Manasseh. Well, Joshua came off of one, so Joshua was was black. Ephraim and Manasseh were black. Joshua, the one that who led the Hebrews into the Promised Land, was a descendant of Ephraim. Now you can look this up in Genesis 41, 52. Now you know that 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 came from Joseph and Joseph brothers when they came there for food. His brother thought that Joseph was an Egyptian. I mean, uh, 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 an Egyptian, yeah. Now, to understand the Bible, we must understand the history of the Hebrews. The Egyptians and uh, the Egyptian and uh, Ethiopians, these three black races played a great part throughout the Bible. Let us not stand idle and study history. And when I say history, I'm talking about H-I-S-T-O-R-Y. In America and in Europe, the only history that we learn is the history of Europeans and Anglo-Americans. That's what's taught. You wouldn't think that a, a person from China or any other continent in the world did anything but european that is the big lie that is the big whitewash and even to this very day they have what they call critical race theory and that's the name that the, the the people in america have given through history critical race theory now theory is unproven fact it's almost like saying fiction. Now they don't want it to be taught that Columbus did not discover America, that he did not come to America. He came to Hispanol out there out there around Haiti where he where he landed and they call it Hispaniel. He didn't he might have made it to the Bahamas, but he didn't make it any further. He didn't land in the continental United States. Amen. Now one would think that other races had part in shaping America and that no other race had it. If you listen, nobody did anything and all these inventions that blacks and we're gonna get into those that we've done and and the Native Americans and if they would teach true history, if we would be allowed in the United States of America to teach true history, we would say that Some people left off the streets of Europe, Britain and other places. Poor alcoholic jailbirds left, came to America. Indigenous people showed love because they could not survive. They were freezing to death. Showed them how to survive, and they was rewarded by helping a person by so many millions of them were killed. And they took their land Away from them Raped them Burned their villages Killed their children I said they took their land And they said that African Americans are lazy Well I beg the different uh, Europeans had to be lazy Because they did not build America They went and they brought Slaves from uh, West Africa to build This country to build the islands in South America. And if you would look it up, I always make this statement. If you would ever find out, you'll find out that cotton, indigo, sugar, and tobacco represented 60% of the exports. See, when you export, other countries buy something from you. That brought money into the country. The revenues that came in the country came from those different crops. And and then they sold textile was the other portion, and you cannot make textile without cotton. So with, with these things that we're uh, we're talking about, that this is not put in. That's true history of America, and the same people that they worked with African slaves that they, that they brought in, they worked them from sun up to sundown. They raped the women sodomize some of the men brand them on their buttocks and shoulders did lynch them burn them Worked from when the before the sunrise until you can't see see at night to build this country the billers were used to clean the swamps out, doing away with the trees and other things that they had. Now, it's important to know that that was, was slavery and that African-Americans build this country. It's imperative that we understand. See, now, even in Webster Dictionary has to say by definition that Arabs, are member of an Arab-speaking people, are uh, citizens of uh, uh, Arabia speaking nations. A member of the Semitic people inhabited since ancient time the Arabian Peninsula and desert fringes of Mesopotamia and Leventa. Now in AD 632, spreading through Southwest Asia and North Africa, Saudi Arabia, Yeoman, Oman, Qatar, and Kuwait, the United Arab Emirates, we've noticed none of these races are white. Not one are white in the area. But some white folk now, they say now, a whole lot of the Arabs are Semitic people and blacks. But they don't say that Caucasians, are Semitic people None of the races Are white Only those who The United States of America Have put these people In the United States with it's uh, France uh, Great Britain And some other countries Put the white Anglos And placed them In the Holy Land And put out The people The the Palestinians. To go further, Abraham was part of the ancient empire. Now the book, Ethiopia, the Missing Link uh, in African History, supports uh, my theory. The ancient empire, Ethiopia, comes down to us through the past, from the ancient days. With the richest heritage in history, Ethiopia had the richest heritage in history. Ethiopia was considered by the Greek, by the Greek, the home of the gods, the retreat of the masses, a land of fertile fields with riverbeds of diamond, with mountains and gold, and Isles of the Blessed, the land they call it, the land of the setting sun where the giant atlas they said was compelled by the olympian joe to prop up the world now 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 we know that those are out of god but that's what they said about ethiopia now it's imperative that we understand that what they talk about how they say that about because they talk about the heavens how Ethiopia was a place where heaven uh, looked upon the head and the shoulder of the people. The vast desert which lies south of Atlas, which is Ethiopia and the Sahara, is called by the Moors people, the Garden of Allah, where the church of God, whose flaming wheels burnt the saw in the sand, scorched the children of Africa and Chris the hair which is the word Ethiopia is a term sunburned by the gods. That's what it means. But now they tell you that the Ethiopian and the real name of for Ethiopia and the real pronunciation was Ethiopia Sunburn phase. Now, George Smith in the Chaldean account of creation on page 78 deciphered from the Babylonian tablet that there was an original race of man at the beginning of the Chaldean history, a dark race, who was called Adamai, which was called Adamai, the people of Ad or Atlas. Now, let us go to Mr. Smith's sacred Annals, page forty nine, he quotes the Hebrew commentator as saying, "Our Rabbi asserts that Adam, our father of the blessed memory, composed a book or precept which is delivered by God in Paradise. Ancient record now in the possession of King Haile Selassie. Now we know Haile Selassie was black, a black Ethiopian king said that Iran, was the 35th child of Adam Josephus The historian, the, the, the Jewish historian Of Flavius Josephus On page uh, 48 Of the antiquity of the Jews By William Winston Translate says that, that There is an old Tradition with the Jews Which said that Adam was The father of 33 sons And 23 daughters The African language, we find that African language is the oldest language in the world, and it had its birth and growth before and beyond the flood. The language that was called Hebrew is nothing but a deviating of an African tongue. Now, this was stated by R.G. Latham in his book, Man and His Migration, that's on page 156. And with the 157, the Ethiopians is in the language of Abyssinian and the G's and Tigris admit as long as they have been. Now, it's imperative that we, we, that we just understand these things. Now, I, I want to tell you this. Now, they hear the fact about that Ethiopians are black and furthermore, uh, they refused to recognize Ethiopian fallacious. Now they, uh, they that that they were uh the Jews, the fallacious as a tribe of Jews. We realized that Abraham came from the Ethiopian settlement or the Chaldees. Science and history verify this fact. The Bible history tells us that Jews, Ethiopian and Egyptian married one another. When will this society realize that blacks are not ignorant people? Now that we have been somewhat introduced to the term palacia and some call it beta israel and it's F-A-L-A-S-H-A. I will present to you now several different newspaper articles to support my theory. The New York Times Thursday, February the 4th, 1971. It was written by Edward B. Fiasco. And they're talking about Ambora, Ethiopia, January 14th. 5,000 acres of wilderness in the malaria-infested lowland in northwestern Ethiopia are becoming something of a 20th century promised land for 25,000 black fallacious Jews the Felicia whose primitive form of Judaism survived more than 2,000 years in isolation from other Jews, lived there in Ambora and others near the village where they earned meager living as sharecroppers, potters, and metal workers. Now also, you can find it in the London Jewish Chronicles dated April uh, 1973. the chief rabbi, Bab, Rabbi Yoshua, officially recognized the Falasha as Jew. Rabbi Obadiah Yoshua and Sephardi, chief rabbi of Israel, have given rabbinical ruling that the Falasha of Ethiopia are Jew, not even blacks, and have accepted their claim that they are the descendants of the tribe of Dan. Now you, we know or understand the tribe of Dan is where Samson came from. Rabbi Yoshua also sent the presidents of the public council on behalf of the Falasha, of whom that there are some 26,000 in Ethiopia calling themselves Beta Israel, in a letter dated February the 9th, 1973. Rabbi Yosef wrote Ovidah Hazar, who speaks on behalf of some of the Jews of Ethiopia and Israel, informing him of the ruling after quoting a number of prominent religious leaders who had earlier ruled that the Fallatia were Jews, including the late Rabbi Abraham Cook, and the Eskenai chief rabbi, which Eskenai is not really a, 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 a child, a child of uh, a, a, a Israelite. Eskenai chief rabbi of Palestine, and the late Rabbi Ishter, Hazel, and that's Kherzar. chief rabbi of Israel, and Yosef will continue, and yourself continue. I have therefore come to the conclusion that the Falacia are descendants of the tribe of Israel who went southward to Ethiopia. And there is no doubt that the above sage who established that they, the Falacia are the tribe of Dan, investigated, inquired, and reached this conclusion on the basis of the most reliable witness and evidence. It is my highest wish that my theory be proved by the fact that the evidence that i have presented that the children of israel were black now when you go even further you'll find out that even the now these are some others again the roman historian roman historian Tacitus said that hebrew people of ethio were people of ethiopian origin Tacitus lived about five, about fifty-five years to one hundred years after the death of Christ. So in that area, AD uh, fifty-five to AD uh, one hundred twenty, he wrote several books, and is considered to be one of the world's greatest historians. Now, the, these are uh, uh, now these are white historians that's Romans who wrote that tells you that the ethiopian and other blacks were 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 really the children of Israel. now we go through all these things now and even we find that the african language is the oldest language in the world and it had its birth and growth before and beyond the flood so we we we, we, we should continue to to do and do our best to do a study and Even so I'm just gonna give some scriptures and we we could look in further. In Deuteronomy eighteen and five, it tells us these things. These some scriptures that talks about the twelve tribes of Israel and them being black. Deuteronomy twenty eight and fifteen, but it shall come to pass if thou wilt not hearken unto the voice of the Lord thy God to observe and to do all this command and his statutes, which I command thee this day, that all these curses shall come upon thee and overtake you. We would also be forced to work for food, water, clothing, and anything else we may need. Chains of iron were put upon our necks until we were destroyed as a people. Nobody ever destroyed us as a people. In Deuteronomy 28 and 48, it said, Therefore shall thou serve thy enemy, which the Lord shall send against thee, in hunger and in thirst and in nakedness and in want of all things. And he shall put a yoke of iron upon your neck until he has destroyed you. And, and, and what they're doing is just telling about slavery, that we're going to do it. And we know about the other one about Deuteronomy 28 and 68, that one tells us that we were going to go into bondage on a slave ship. It's now, yeah, Deuteronomy, it says, and the Lord shall bring thee unto Egypt. Now, the word England, Egypt in certain contexts would mean place of bondage or bring you into bondage or slavery. And it says, again, because it was written in Deuteronomy, the children of Israel were. So it's not talking about that Egypt, our uh, place of bondage, because this is Deuteronomy after Moses and the others had left Egypt. They were about to go in the promised land. But he tells them I, that he would, I would bring you into bondage or slavery again, again with ships, and by way, by way, Whereof I speak unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again, and there ye shall be sold unto your enemy now 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 that that the only persons that were sold it, on by ships is transatlantic slave uh, trade when the children of Israel went into bondage in Egypt they walked in there if you remember uh Joseph the brothers came in and to buy food because they didn't have uh, what you call uh, the Suez Canal which divide uh Africa from uh Asia, uh Asia Minor, whatever you want to call it. Um, some people call that area where the Holy Land is. It sits on the same ridge and Titanic plate as North Africa. So uh, that they would that that they would go back into slavery and we went into slavery. We know all these things. And there are a depiction of, of, of how they talk about how, how, how the Lord looks, how Jesus looks. And it talks about in Revelation and, and Kings and, you know, that we, we we sinned and God allowed us to be taken as slaves and brought into a land that we didn't know. But now, in Revelation, now, you have to understand, even in Revelation and in Daniel, Revelation 1 and 14, now and, and Jesus gave a description of himself said that his hair, his head and his hair were white like wool, as white as snow, and his eyes were like a flame of fire. And his feet were unto fine brass as if it was burning in the furnace, that purple black. And his voice sounded like many waters. Now, these are descriptive things that they're given. We already know that Um, we already know that we already know that the children of Israel were black and we know that the black Madonna is true that when they show the picture of the Madonna the black Madonna is showing us that it's true the real Virgin Mary, the oldest statue they have of the Virgin Mary and the baby Jesus is a black woman with a black baby. And this is long before, but once the Europeans get hold to it, they make everything to be white. Why? Because it will make their children, they tell you just the thing. they don't want their children to have low self-esteem. That's why they call that critical critical race theory CRT, <clears throat> and they walk, they refuse to teach true history in schools today because they say it will make their kids feel, feel 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 bad by knowing the truth. They don't say knowing the truth, but it'll make their kids feel bad. Well, you lied to us for so many years that we didn't do anything to African-American kids or or whatever you want to say, black kids or whatever terminology you you want to use for us, Uh, black Hebrew Israelites, uh, that's here, whatever terminology you want to utilize for yourself. But we have to understand that this group of people is never going to tell the truth. And they refuse to teach the truth. Excuse me, getting a little water. But as I continue, it's time that, that we start teaching our own kids exactly what's going on. And it's time that we teach our kids that you didn't come from a market. It's time that we start teaching our kids that White folk came from us, we didn't come from them. The original man came from Africa. The original human race was started in Africa. And everyone came from that person in Africa. And it's time that we tell the truth. It's time it, it's time that it's really taught in school. It's time for us to quit Allowing people to lie to our children and to duck the bullet. You are, are, are just a, a bleach form of a black man. Be, and, and I'm not saying it to be sarcastic, but I'm just saying this about what, what, what other whites have came out and admitted that they are just only a bleach form of a, a, a faded form of, a, of a African-American. And it's true. It's time that we teach our children the truth. And it's very imperative that we learn to teach our children the truth. Because if you don't, no one will. And guess the thing about it? Wives have written about those things. They have truly wrote about those things. Now, if you would go back and start looking over things, you'll find out that when you're looking for the concept where the origin of man, the origin of man started in sub-Saharan Africa. And if you, you go back to the oldest living fossil that they found, and that the name of the oldest living fossil is Lucy. Lucy was found in Ethiopia in 1974. And she was found by Don Johansson and Tom Gray. And they say the the fossils that they found dated back 3.18 million years ago. In other words, 3,180,000 years ago, they found the oldest living fossil. And they named this lady Lucy. And you can find under Australopithecus. That's Australopithecus, Afrocynic fossil from Africa, East Africa. Okay, Northeast Africa, they found that, that fossil. And they named it Lucid because the Beatles had a record out at that time. And it was a very prominent record, the, and it was called Lucid. And so they gave the lady... Uh, this black lady named, that named her Lucy. But I want you to understand this. Every living person today, if the creation of mankind started in Africa, All you you can't find uh, anthropologists, even geneticists will tell you the truth, white geneticists. They have written that everyone come from Africa. And I'll tell you about the coloration of the skin color of Caucasians and other races as to where they came from, the mutation and the various. But now, even going back, and we're going to go into to Zanthropy, which is about two, two million years ago. Now, there, there, there's a couple that were famous, Lewis. Leakey and his wife Mary Mary Douglas Leakey paleontologist, they discovered the first fossil Crocodylus skull and, and this was a extinct ape which is now some believe try to say it's the ancestor of a human but she also discovered this robust xanthropus in the O.D. Sk- Gorge, which is in Tanzania. And the only thing when you're talking about Zen and Zanthropy is you're just talking about East Africa. You're talking about East Africa. You found a fossil that date back to up to 2 million years ago. Ancestors of ape and also of humans. And while excavating that O D Gorge in Africa, she, they found different pottery, they found arrowheads, and that people were able to make different artifacts and further back to two million years ago, that people were able to make bow arrows and different war weapons. So uh, mankind have been doing different things before we gave them credit for being able to do it, and let me be the first to say this, not the first, but let me give you this information that I truly believe this. I do not believe that man evolved from an ape. I do not believe that man evolved from an ape. They've been having zoos for thousands and thousands of years, but at that same time, you've been having a zoo, but no. Monkeys or orangutans or gorilla are is evolving into an ape, and I'm gonna give with you some things dealing with the monkeys and the orangutan when we get into different DNA and other things. We we're gonna talk a little bit about, but I just want you to know that the whole human race, if you were to just to say where everyone came from, and people would be ashamed to say it, but everybody came from Africa. And everybody was dark-skinned. Everybody were the color of Africans, that, that you will have nothing but mutations and variants when you look at Caucasian and other races of people. And and the thing about it is white scientists, white archaeologists, anthropologists all know it, geneticists. This is a known fact where it come from. Now it's imperative that that we learn and tell our children. And the reason I'm giving you the name of the old deep gods and zinjanthropy, Z I N J A T H R O P U S zinjanthropy. And if you want to look up Australopithecus, Australopithecus is A U S T R A L O P I T E. U.S. Australopithecus. Now, it's important that we understand that as we look at a lot of things that's going on ever right now, and we need to learn something about genetics, genetics, and I'm going to tell you that they call it out of Africa. They say mankind started leaving Africa 70,000 years ago. Now, think about this. Lucy was in Africa 3.18 million years ago. Now, the the fossils they found in Tanzania and that old deep gorge go back 2 million years ago. But they say it wasn't until about uh, 70,000 years ago People began to leave out of Africa, and they they did out of Africa was about 70,000 years ago. So it's imperative that we understand that, but we're going to go and look at this. Now, when you're talking about DNA, and you, whenever you're talking with somebody dealing with DNA, Mitochondrial dna come from the female nuclear dna comes from the male which is the y chromosome but now i want you to understand this and listen at me very carefully if we are anyone all over the all over the globe now i don't care i do not care what country or what continent you live on if you would trace your DNA in your maternal inheritance, which is your mitochondria within our cells, or mitochondrial DNA within our cells, all humans have theoretically a common ancestor. And this woman is known as mitochondria Eve. She lived about 200,000 years ago in South Africa. She was not the first woman but every other female lineage eventually had no other female offspring and that means they were failing to pass on mitochondrial dna but as a result of this all human beings i'm talking about every continent every country you go to all human beings today can trace their mitochondrial dna back to mitochondria e within her DNA and that of her peers ex- existed all the genetic variants we see in contemporary humans since the time of mitochondria E. Now different populations, we've scattered abroad to all these different countries, that continents now. And different populations of humans have drifted apart genetically, forming distinct ethnic groups. But we all carry this one lady's DNA, mitochondria Eve, a black woman. Now, I want us to to understand this and to show you this. A man who died 315 years before Christ, so it'll be about 2,300 years ago, He died, he was back during that time in South Africa. He is the closest relative yet known to the humanity of common female ancestry of mitochondria Eve. They know by where he lived and what he did that he was a fisherman, but he is the closest genetic match to Eve. And he is an African. And this carries on to over. This carries on and it is incumbent upon us to understand these things. Now I told you that out of Africa started maybe about uh, 70,000 years. This is what uh, this is what been studied by archaeologists and anthropologists about 70,000 years. After modern human established themselves in Africa, they started leaving out of Africa when we started, we populated in Africa and then left there about 70,000 years. And then here it is, you did say, after they left in Africa, smaller population branched out to establish footholds in Asia, but Asia Minor, away, over that way, around, around the way, uh, where, 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 where the uh, Arab people live. Then it spread into where you go to, that was even encompassed in India and they went to China. And they didn't go to Europe until about 40,000 years ago. Now, in looking at this, we're going to go right quick since we were dealing with uh, the uh, genetics and things like that, the DNA. Now, we're going to deal with a little more about genetics, and we're going to go even deeper. But now, dealing with the genetics, when you talk about genetics, you're talking about father of genetics, which is Gregor Mendel. Gregoire Mendel, G-E-G-O-R, Mendel, M-E-N-D-E-L, Gregor Mendel. Uh, he's noted as the father of genetics. The inheritance now, genetics is the inheritance involved in passing on discrete units of inheritance of genes from parents to offspring. And Mendel found out that the genes that you pass down from your parents to to the children, but Mendel also found out and he came up with Three laws: the law of independent assortment. That if a certain group of people leave and go independently assort themselves, they carry though, that 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 uh genetic marker with them. Like if you go in Europe and they just a certain group of people when they go through a mutation and get light skin or become albino. Their children come out albinos. Now, I want you to understand that. And the law of dominance talk about whoever live in that certain area are uh, the strongest genes will prevail. And the law of segregation, you know, they integrate means to live together. But that's why you see that the people in China look alike with about, the, about the independent assortment. That's why Japanese and the people in Asia, certain places, they all look alike because they're on that one continent. But I want you to understand this, uh, and then we're going to go in and I'm going to explain to you why are we different complexions in our color. Now, one part of Mendo uh, came up with was that black skin or brown skin come from dominant genes. Brown eyes come from a dominant gene. Light skin or, or, or albino is come from a recessive gene. Blue eyes come from a recessive gene. Now, I want you to understand this, and this going to tell you something about um, albinoism. You could take two of the darkest people from the sedan and they could come together, pitch black individuals, and have a albino child. See, you could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. Two recessive people with recessive genes, two Caucasians cannot make a black, but two blacks can make a white. And if you study about Africa, and Africa is the most diverse population of people on this earth you got brown skin they come with different hair texture they come with all forms and we we have to understand these things we they come with all forms uh so so now this all comes from the dominant and the recessive now there's uh some information that i looked up and i was doing some research And they were dealing with uh, DNA and and it talks about the hidden DNA discovery only found in blacks. And it's called the World DNA Strain. And it comes from, it's the American Association for the Advancement of Science, a DNA series, uh, a, a genome. And it's Dr. Edward Robinson. You could look it up under Dr. Edward Robinson, his DNA discovery only found in black African people. Now, I want you to understand that this is something that they found out about African people. Now, now pay close attention to what I'm about to tell you, because this is something that you could look this up. It's 15 now. There were like 15 uh, white scientists who came together and they were doing some research with DNA. And these fifteen scientists, they was writing about it and they did the research because they knew that DNA comes in sequence and that's when you see these two swerved lines but look like a ladder. They they swerve it like but it's a ladder. They're dealing with sequence. And Janar. but now in DNA, you also have series. Now, I want you to understand this, and this is what they wrote, they wrote this, but they never put it in a book. See when you measure your DNA in series it measures it measures your intelligence and your greater possibility to be a genius is now this is what you what is under global pattern of disequilibrium, global pattern of disequilibrium. Now, I want you to understand this, that the higher the series of your DNA, the more intelligent or smarter you are. So what they did, these 15 Caucasian scientists, what they did, they took orangutan because they're going something, uh, those that are more near to human ways, and the orangutan. And remember what I say: the higher your series, the more intelligent, or the more likely you to be a genius. The orangutan had three series. The next they did, they did the gorilla. The gorilla had more series than the orangutan. The gorilla had four series. Now, they took the chimpanzee because they said that we are pretty much ancestors of the chimps. And so it was that the chimps were more smarter than the orangutan. The chimps were more smarter than uh, a gorilla. Now, the chimps had five series. So they went into Europe and they started testing humans. And by they, when they began to test the humans, they found out that the whites, the Chinese, Japanese, and all over the globe had six series. And so when they came out, that means that uh, that they were smarter than any animal, but they didn't test Africa. And when they went to West Africa, which is where most of the slaves came from, that's in America, came from West Africa, when they test them, they had nine series. They had three series more than Caucasians, Chinese, Japanese, anywhere you go on the globe. Meaning that they were more, their intelligence measured more. And we may say, oh no, but that's been the key. Long as they teach you to be a thug, long as they teach, keep you poor and keep you in crime, you'll never know your expectations. Long as they don't tell you your value and tell you... What you have done, uh, things and and brainwash you that you didn't do anything and make history nothing but lies. If you would only just do some research and, and and what I did once, I went and I did this, but it it would take so long for me to do this. But I looked up the inventions that the Chinese and Japanese and Native Americans and Africans and people in the African continent did. Uh, did, and then uh, uh, African-American. And when I looked at them, I was wondering, well, I don't see hardly anything Caucasians ever done. But go and steal the invention from everyone. Now, America wouldn't be where they are today if it wasn't from inventions from Native Americans with medicine, Africans from medicine, Africa with, with science and architecture, and mathematics, and science. Now, right here in America, the fiber optic that we have all our computers and television, all this technology we have run by fiber optic wire, it's a black female. The GPS system comes from a black female. The cell phone comes from a black male. Now, when they went to go to the moon in, in 1969, they have a movie they, they call Hidden Figures. There were some uh, African-American females who figured out the trajectory, how much gas it was, and which, how to come back into uh, the earth atmosphere. And they, they, they recently, about four years ago, they uh, had the movie. Blacks invented the typewriter, and what I'm trying to say, everything you we don't pay attention. Any sport, If I don't care if it's golf, if it's tennis, <clears throat> whenever we get into a sport, we dominate it. <clears throat> and books, too. The cell phone, just about everybody walking around with a cell phone. Typewriter, gas mask, safety glasses, elevator. Clothes dryer, air conditioning unit, almanac, blood plasma pack, lawnmower, lube cup, refrigerator, spark plug, stethoscope, thermostat control, traffic light. I said typewriter, electric lamp bulb, and that just some of them. I didn't want to name all of them uh, that 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 I had written down that that's here because it just go on and on. These are things that we've done. And we need to we need to, to teach our children that they are not dumb and they are not no they are not a G you're not a gangster leave that foolishness alone yes we're poor yes we don't have certain things but we don't have to bow down to no one we need to teach our children who they are and whose they are as uh, Pastor William always talk about we have to teach them who they are now I want us to understand it's very important that we understand this, this Caucasian lady, Sarah Tishkoff, University of Pennsylvania, in part one, African Genomic Human Evolution. She talks about the mitochondria DNA, about the single lineage of it that, that's inherited, and the nucleus of uh, DNA which composed by both parents male and female the different source of dna in the human now they have the same thing with us but we have but our dna is more and they don't like to tell you this this thing that they have is more come from uh you know what I'm trying to say is that when you're looking at your DNA, you're going to have cytoplasm, you're going to have mitochondria DNA, you're going to have chromosome and nucleus. And your nuclear uh, CNA, is is like dealing with your Y chromosome and your liars. And I, what it is is this uh, dramatic drift. It's very important what she's talking about. And the genomes all come from human evolution, evolution which comes from Africa. Now, and and we need to let our let them know that they are no more than um, that that Caucasian. And I don't like to say they because uh, I I want this to be civil and I want this to be correct. I'm I am a Christian and I believe that everyone is a child of God. Everyone is a child of God, although we haven't been treated that way. Now they have this elderly white lady and her name is Jane Elliott and uh, she's been on several television shows, Oprah and so many, and she once said that we wouldn't have to have Black Lives Matter if we didn't have 300 years of Black Life not mattering. Now the same lady made the statement that white, that she was no more than a faded image of a black person. And Dr. Kenneth Chang explained that white people is a mutation of black Africa. And now when, when we talk about a mutation, and a, I'm going to wind it up now, but when you're talking about a mutation, you talk about the COVID-19, it mutated and you got your Delta variant, your South, African variant. Now listen at this. This is why that they are 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 are, are there are more or less mulatto like not a mulatto, but I mean albino. A mutation is a change of structure of a gene, resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generation, caused by the alteration of a single base unit in DNA or deletion. Insertion or rearrangement of large section of genes. Now, if you ever saw an a, a, a albino, well, we know that albinos don't have melanin. We know Caucasians lack melanin. So that's a deletion of melanin. I don't understand why we have a white catfish. is an albino. White tiger is a catfish. A, a white a, a white lion is it's 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 one everything white they call albino but they don't say anything about uh caucasian being albino and they lack melanin see a mutation and now they say a mutation is all is ultimately the only way in which new variants enter into a species the new variant where it went from when they left Africa, they went in, did a mutation, and this variant enter in there, and we look different now. When you look up and 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 when you always talking about a new variant of a disease, when you're talking about people with, with 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 the genomes, and and when you're talking about anthropology, okay, the variant, a variant is a form of version of something, a version of something that differ in some respects from one from respect from other forms of the same thing or form of a standard. The standard was the original humans were black. And this variant happened by uh, a DNA, by the DNA that they did a depletion or a segment or rearrangement of some genes that took place whether it was climate or whatever took place, and people hair were turned to like horse hair, and it was no longer curly. But I want to say the hair part don't play any different, and sometimes some of the color, because you have brown-skinned Africans. You have dark-skinned Africans with straight hair. All Africans don't have wide noses. If you go on East Africa, most of those have pretty noses that Caucasian, and they And that's what they were born with that so. It doesn't that 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 a lot of from uh from the west coast of Africa do have wider noses and different other places. But African is very uh uh it 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 it's a myriad of different looks in Africa. There's the most uh um people who look more different than any other continent in the world. Uh I'm gonna turn the phone open to question and answer period. Well, God bless you, Pastor. Thank you for such a powerful show and informative
1: information. Uh, I'd like
2: to open up the phone
1: lines now. Pastor, just open up the lines for you. If you have any questions, comments, statements, uh, see that you're on the line. If you'd like to comment or talk to Pastor Kemp, uh, the line is open for you now. God bless you. Welcome to the show. Good evening. Live on the air, Dr. Kemp. Anything for him? He's there.
2: All right. Thank you, Pastor. Amen. God bless each and everyone for tuning in. As I always make this statement, the only dumb question is one not asked. Um, it's time that we learn more and more and that we could train our children and our grandchildren, and let them know uh, the things that's not being taught in school. But there are, the things that I've taught you came from different books that white anthropologists wrote, but for some reason they won't teach it to their children because they don't want their children to know that they're uh, just a deviation or or variant of uh, Africans and they try to portray the African as dumb. Now that book that I was telling you uh, about the disequilibrium um that that tests the uh intelligence level these fifteen white uh scientists that found out that that, that the uh, Africans in uh in West Africans were above all the rest of them in intelligence and that's why we and no matter what we get in the sports or anything, we dominate is because this has come from um, that area. What they call a series. Uh, now they won't. They didn't put it in the book was because they just had it copyrighted. Because so many people, if it'll get out, well, these people smarter than us. We've lied all these years and tried to say that this. Inferior, in knowledge to us, inferior, yes, in America, in places where they don't let you go to school or keep you poor, where you don't want, where you, where you have to, uh, you give up a lot of time blacks give up because they don't have the money. And wherever you find poverty, you find crime. And so it's time that we stand up and we learn. And I know oftentimes we don't have questions asked. I pray we're taking notes. And I pray we understand what's going on that we could learn these things that we could teach our people. The Bible says my people are destroyed for a lack of knowledge. And we are sure people that don't have knowledge of who we are because it has been taken away from us by the race that enslaved us. So it's time that, that we learn about ourselves and learn more than we came over. On, on the first slave she was named Jesus and 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 and, and 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 go further than that and 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 understand how they they made um, the the immaculate conception of the Virgin Mary they made her uh, white and they made uh, the Madonna they tried to make it white but the original Madonna is black and so. Uh, the oldest picture of Jesus is is, is in the Coptic Christian church and it's black. Amen. So I think again, I wanna thank uh Reverend Williams for allowing me to share with you guys and uh God bless him and his ministry. Uh he's a great man of God and he preaches and teaching the uncompromising word of God and <laughs> He has so many ministers that he come forward with. Uh, I pray for success for him. And I ask that you continue to continue tuning in and I'll continue studying and I'll continue bringing you the information. And I'll tell you where you can get the information. I talked about strobos and Taxitas, the Greek uh, uh, historian who said that, 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 that the Jew were, were black and strobos who, uh who, uh Romans who said that his students, they write and tell you that they were black. But if we don't read it we we allow that mess that uh picture of Jesus as a as a white guy. Uh we take a picture of John the Baptist. Every every character in the Bible is is Caucasian because my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amen. God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. God bless you, Dr. Kim. Uh, We appreciate everybody turning us on tonight. Don't
1: forget tomorrow night, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. It's the P31 ladies come and support our ladies have powerful conversations going on every Wednesday evening. Check them out tomorrow evening, 7.30 p.m. right here on YAT Radio. God bless you. Thank you. Back
2: to you, Dr. Kim. Yes, I would like to uh, give a a shout-out to the ladies, ladies. a wonderful job that they're doing. Uh, and I I would just submit to those, and, and I would just like to say to those who are listening, to have your wife to, to, to tune in and listen to these ladies. I mean, they are powerful. And the different discussions are very helpful in life, and I, I just pray that more uh, ladies and even guys would tune in because we can learn a lot from uh, females, too. So it, it, I ask that you would tune in and to to just listen at what they have to say. I tune in myself and just listen to what they have to say. And uh, I, I enjoy it just by listening. So God bless each and every one of us. Let us pray. Merciful and eternal, Father, we come in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we come, Lord, asking, Lord, that, you would bless us and forgive us if we sinned against your holy word in any form or fashion. Lord, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would bless this radio talk show. Give it what they stand in need of. Now, Lord, build us where we're going down, and strengthen us where we're weak. Lord, lead and guide us in the way that you would have us just more like Jesus. Lord, we ask that you protect us from seen and unseen danger, and we just say thank you. Lord, forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, Lord. Look over this country, Lord, and so many things are going so wrong, and we have bigots and misogynists, demagogues, We have all these people so-called being rulers of the country, holding one another back, and they're not vowing to protect and to do what they can for the people of the United States of America, but they're doing things for a party, a political party, a political agenda, to upkeep the 1% of the billionaires and continue to, Get them, let the rich get rich, and the poor get poor. God, bless this world, Lord. Let us reach out and help one another. We say that we're Christian nation, but you say we're supposed to have love for one another. Love you, one another, if I love you. Greater love in no man than this, that a man will lay his life down for a friend. By this, all men will know you are my disciples. If you have love for one another. Lord, we thank you, Lord. And, Lord, as we go forth in this sin-sick world, Lead and guide us, Lord, in the path that you would have us to go. And bless this show. I allow many more to tune in. And bless Reverend William again. Let him continue standing stand and speak your holy word. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name for his sake. Amen. God bless everyone. I love everyone. Black, white, rich, and poor, regardless of what I say, I say the truth. I love black, white, rich, or poor. And it's nothing that no one could ever do about it. Good night, and God bless you. Oh,
3: my people, I love you. We're family. We dying we are dying they are lying hey. we're
0: we being tired and hard
3: why you hating me Uh-oh. i'm just trying to be i'm yeah. trying to be the greatest i can be the greatest i can be grow with one another living happily, living happily. but you hurting me, yeah. you hurting me? why not yeah. work for peace why not work for peace lying from zion and you're a queen Can't believe so another day. Can't take for granted that y'all gave us all new life. But we need to learn to love each other. Humanity, have a peaceful word to say. Have a peaceful place yeah. for kids to run. Feel your brain.
1: Being sponsored by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Thank you for turning us on tonight. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.